The Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming to Tweed Heads, the stage show that performs all the greatest from the 80s. Friday, October 28th, Twin Towns Showroom. Get your tickets before they go-go or check out rewind80sband.com. This is Jay Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. And this is the 80s montage, guys. Yes. Fantastic. What are we talking about this week? Now, this was an old idea that we had, which kind of really sticks on my mind, mainly because of one person. Mainly because of one person. We had this sort of conversation ages ago, but it's like some 80s stars were so fucking awesome in the day. Mm-hmm. They haven't aged well. And Attitude, what, what I mean by that is they've actually gone a bit nuts, like later yeah. in life. Mm. Like they've just lost it. And this is the thing. The thing that shits me about that is like kids of today think these people are a complete joke. Yeah, that's if right. If only they knew how Fucking cool they were in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, no, that's true. I never even thought of that. Yeah. So a bit of a concept that we've called unbearable with age. <laughs> unbearable <laughs> with age. So we're not going to be like complete pricks, but we're going <laughs> to look at, uh, yeah, some artists that sort of were so fucking awesome in the day, in the mm. 80s, who, um, yeah, kind of fucking went a bit loony. So why have we played She Drives Me Crazy then? Yeah, create the mention of crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this is not because fine young cannibals. I was going to say. No, nah, they're great. They're, yeah. And I love that song too. It came out yeah. in '89. Um, um, I love fine young cannibals. Um, they didn't have a lot of hits. No. But this was really big. But they were very different for the time, though. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Especially when they came out with Johnny. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. Johnny was a bit. Sort of scarish yeah. reggae. I don't know what it was. Yeah, and, and he came like, out. Looked. I think his name was Rolf. Was it Rolf? Oh, was it? Yeah, really. Sort of um, beautiful, Eura- beautiful Eurasian looks. Um, what was their other song? Fucking fine, young cannibals. Oh. Caught in a trap. They did Elvis. They did. Mm. They did that too. They had another hit. I'll fucking find out. But. Um, 
yeah, I loved this. I was addicted to this song when I was a kid. Really, really big. But um, yeah, just the concept of going crazy. Really, pretty whacked out film clip as well. Yeah, that's right. Bit New Orderish video. Oh yeah, With the I balls see. and all that stuff and the kind of you know yeah dog on the tennis ball vibe, but with humans, you know, in their funny outfits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good thing is the other good, good thing. thing. Psh, psh. Yeah. Very British, big band. You yeah. sort of think think of them more in terms of the nineties, um, because like they they fucking they garnered a lot of um, Roland was the singer. Roland, yeah. They got a lot of oh, that's right, Roland Gift or something. Yeah, um, they the got a lot that of keeps giving. That's right, like yeah. <laughs> he was a cutie though. Yeah, he was a cutie. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, that came out. It came out in 1989. Whereas, sort of, uh, fine young cannibals are really on the cusp. They thought of as, I guess, being a 90s band. Really? No, we're at 1989. They formed in '84, but like, sort yeah. of big. Success. Johnny was way before that, though. Johnny was just after '84. Oh yeah, Johnny was like. 85. Yeah, Johnny was the one where I really noticed him the most. I didn't actually notice him as much with She Drives Me Crazy. I love that song. He has a he has a very distinct voice. Yeah. yeah. Singing voice, which which sort of really put them on the map. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's just precious man. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Like a Terence Trent Derby, but even weirder. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like that singer. Like, why do you do it? Oh, Tony Charles. Tony Charles, but but male. Yeah, she's touring. Is she? Mm. I've seen her live. Yeah. Oh, was I keep she getting did the her. voice? Yeah, your God, yeah, that voice is her DNA. She can't stop it. It's like being caught in the Muppet Show for fucking three hours. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. But I don't – I'm not a huge – my friend Cindy is a huge Tony Childs fan. Yeah. I just find her a ah, walk away. Yeah, like shut I would up. be walking away. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm going. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Put your coat up your ass. I'm out of here. <laughs> I just don't like people telling no, no. Yeah. I'm walking. But some people wouldn't. The boss at work, you wouldn't walk away from the boss at work, would you? <laughs> She's a bit like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Except no photocopier. <laughs> but I just, um, yeah, no, look, I, li- I liked him. I think they were, they were soulish. Soulish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, Johnny, my dad was very dark as a young man, like a very dark. Does uh, he have Welsh background? No, nothing. What is it then? Well, apparently South African somewhere. But, oh, yes. Because Atkins is South African. Yeah. But. Even someone said at my nephew's party the other day, he turned 18, is your dad a wog? You look like a wog. And I'm like, no, no, he's not. But when you look at him, he does. A lot of Aussie yeah. men look like wogs if they were he Aussie. He could be Italian, your dad. Like he has that sort of, yeah, he could be Italian. He gets very olive. Yeah. Very olive and dark skin. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I could And that. when he was young, he looked Maltese. like fucking Marvin Gaye. Like Jesus. it's unbelievable. Yeah, I used to think Marvin Gaye was my dad because it was just I, – I used to be dark as a kid too and then I yeah. lightened up as I was older. Yeah. It was huge. Like it was absolutely dark, yeah. you know. But um, that's why I like those guys like that because they yeah. kind of remind me of my dad. Dog shit's like that, you know, like it's dark at first absolutely. and then it goes white. Yeah, it does. 
goes white or it comes out white. <laughs> All right, let's get yeah, into it. That's great. So, so unbearable with age, as I said, we're not trying to be pricks. Yes, we These are. guys are fucking weird. They've gone weird. Weird, they, they were have. so fucking huge. They have. So fucking cool what in the 80s. What more do you need to prove to the world where you can just – if I was as big as these people, I would be totally sitting home eating cheesels, getting fat and watching Netflix and wouldn't give a fuck. They need attention or something. No, they need attention. It is a disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I get tired of it. Yeah, that's right. Would you get tired of it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Y- yes. I did get tired of it. Yeah, y- yeah You know, like yeah. I can't, you know. Don't like it. Nah, nah. All right, so the first one, guys, mm. Mickey Rock. Mm. Mickey Rock. You Jungle may know Burger. these days. Yeah. The, you may know these days, uh, you know, if you're a little bit younger, from like The Wrestler and like Iron Man 2 and stuff like that. The Wrestler you know? was brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant. He, he got an Academy Award nomination for that. It was brilliant. What a movie. Mickey Rourke in the 80s, there was talk about him being the new Marlon Brando. Like he was, he was sort of like this young, sexy, understated dude. Yeah. Really masculine, not, pre- not pretty. It, it, you know, not sort of like a pretty like Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt kind of looking. Yeah. Not like that. Masculine. Interesting. And, yeah, masculine and handsome, you know. Mm. Um, he, he sort of sort of, you know, came up doing sort of bits and pieces. Uh, we're going to play a little track from one of his films now and then sort of come back and have a bit of a chat about oh, him. This brings back so many memories. See if track. you can pick it. There you go, Joe Cocker with You Can Leave Your Hat On. That was a cover. Actually came out in 72, originally written by Randy Newman. But for many people, this version was like the definitive version of this song. Why does it bring back memories for you? Were you a stripper? Is that what you're telling us? No. No. We just did the last episode on zombies, right? Well, it comes out next week. That's right. Yeah, It comes out next week. Oh, is it three weeks away? (laughs) 
So it's not two weeks. Okay, it comes out next week. Because we did it the out Halloween. of sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, yeah. Halloween was like two weeks away. Halloween's the last week of October. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I was in a trio and it was a friend of mine called Sandro and Jerry who was the brothers of Vince Lee and James Lee from Pseudo. Yep. So they put me in a trio and we used to do this song. And, mate, talk about the zombie apocalypse. When this fucking song started up, every slut in the venue may not have danced the whole night and this fucking... Something about the music that makes them jiggle and fucking all move into the middle of the room and just be hardcore sluts. sluts. It was the scariest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. And it was always a dodgy piano bar like Fingers in Caulfield or fucking Mooney Valley fucking whatever they call it. <laughs> and you do this song and no one gave a shit about the band until this song came on. Yeah, yeah. And then they'd fucking zombie. We used to call one of them um, across the road from Spencer Street Station, which is now called something else, ah. used to be oh, Fab and Bates used to come and see me in a band. And we called this one chick. She just used to start up her motor and get in the dance floor and start getting naked. And they called her something. It was so funny. Every week the same fucking slut would get up to this song. Big piano bar song because it was the start of the M1 keyboard where the sax, it's not real brass. You just sort of played it. Ah, right. You know. Ah. And. I'm pretty sure it's not real brass mm. and uh, it was just stripper music, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But for dickheads. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if um, not sure if Joe Cocker, like they commissioned him to write this for the film but this was the sort of big, uh, you know, I guess hit song from the film Nine and a Half Weeks. Yeah. Now this was huge, hugely controversial. It was filmed in 84 but not released until 86 right. because they couldn't get it past the fucking uh, censors. Wow. Um, because it was just like deemed too hot to handle, you know. It was it was like porn, like it was, it was full on. Right. It's about a couple, she's an art dealer or something. He, Mickey Rock, is, uh, it's Kim Basinger as well by the way. Yeah, right. Um, he is a stockbroker I believe. And they, they meet and have this really sort of quite kinky, quite sort of verging on violent sexual relationship with each other. Mm. All they do is root through the whole fucking film. It's fucking fantastic. Wow. So so this is this plays when she's doing a strip tease for him. Because it's a they they just play heaps of games. Like they're yeah. all just sex games, like getting to know each other. There's a really famous um, sequence in front of the fridge. Remember that they've got the fridge open late at night. They've just had a shag and they've come in front of the fridge and they're eating, eating really the sexually, food. eating yeah. shit out of the fridge, yeah. you know. That's when I realised that that was a thing actually. Yeah. I didn't realise that food and, and sex. sex was a thing until this movie. I actually want to do um, uh, the mix of food and sex in 80s films. It's fucking right. huge. It's a huge theme in Genre, 80s films. right. Yeah, yeah, food and sex. Wow. Yeah. And not just whipped cream? Not just whipped cream. Wow. Yeah. There are people that listen to this podcast that are probably eating fish and chips and fucking someone now. 
Just with a fish finger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You don't know what people get up to. No. We're fucking normal compared to some cunts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But um, every fucking dirty whore would come out of the walls. This is the thing. It was with this, this, It was the song this though. This film and this song was huge I in Australia. I don't even think they'd seen the film. The, it was the, the, the feeling film was a big you, hit. You feeling you got from this song. Yeah. The film was a big hit here. I don't even it was think a these cunts could afford the TV, TV fucking things though. Go to the movies. Nah. It came out of the movies, babe. Yeah, no, but they didn't They didn't have TV sets, these people. They were yeah, fucking right. just alcoholics. Do you reckon they just liked the song? They just it did, drank. It did chart. This song charted. Oh, mate, this song says sleaze yeah. from the dong dong. Yeah. It's the bass or something and it's like a fucking <laughs> zombie <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> apocalypse, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sluts. In the centre of the room before you know it. You f- it's fucking confronting. Yeah. Because every time, I was only 18. What yeah. year was this? 89, maybe I was 19. 86 this came out. Okay, so we were playing it in 88. Yeah. And this shit used to happen in the venue. Yeah. But they used to come out of the walls. Yeah, absolutely. And Anyways, like, like fucking sexy film. You, you yeah. need to watch it, guys. Mickey Rourke. I mean, Kim Basinger's amazing in it. Mickey Rourke's smoking hot. He was fucking so cool in the day. He, Mickey Rourke met Bowie like randomly right. and said, I want to do something on one of your albums. So, so next, you know, they would have been doing coke together. Bowie um, Bowie got him in to do like a mid-song rap on fucking Shining Star that was Ooh. on um, Never Let Me Down, which Bowie like um, – one of his least favourite albums, but still fucking Mickey Rock's doing a rap on one of fucking Bowie's albums. I don't mind Never Let Me Down. Yeah, right, right. Never Let Me Down. I yeah. like that. Yeah, Bowie doesn't I like it. I wasn't a Blue Jean fan. Blue Jean, I was like, no. Yeah. But Never Let Me Down, I wasn't too – I was keen yeah. on that. Well, check out bloody Shining Star. So Mickey Rock, he was um, – he has gone a bit haywire. So at the uh, this is what happened. This is what mm. happened. Okay. So at the end of the nineties, he um, I don't know if he got overexposed or fucking did too many drugs or whatever. Really, kind of like there was there was a lot of sort of expectation on him because they really did think he was going to be like the next Marlon Brando, like the acting and just the look and the aura and everything. Um, big sex symbol as well. I don't know if he liked it or fucking he just had a freak out, but he backed off from acting. He fucking – he took years off, fucking years off and started a boxing career. So really? he reckons he reckons from the boxing it severed nerves in his face and he needed reconstructive surgery. I think he's just gone and had fucking plastic surgery because he's vain. Yeah. And it might – it's like – Oh, you see, you can see it in the wrestler, but it fits the wrestler. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can see it in Iron Man too, but it sort of fits the character. But like, you see him kind of in like everyday life these days. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he doesn't even look male or female. Like, there's so sort of, there's so much going on. Do you want to know my theory? No. We watch Facebook and Instagram and. To look at cats. Yeah. That's all I watch is cats. Yeah. 
and then fucking some of the humans look like cats. They get that much plastic surgery, they start he looking does. like cats. He does look like a cat. I think people start to look like cats. Yeah, they want to look like cats. Because they're getting their faces done way too young. And they get something done with their top, like, they get that And they done. look like know. fucking cats. Yeah. And the thing is, why? Because we watch cats all the time on the internet now? Yes. Maybe it's a subconscious thing, Maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, you that's know. a good theory. Yeah. Now, now we're going to move on to the next star who became unbearable with age but in the 80s they were their shit. See if you recognise this dialogue, guys. Drugs. Thank you. No, I'm straight. I meant, are you in here for drugs? Why are you here? Drugs. I don't know why I'm here. Why don't you go home? Why don't you put your thumb up your butt? You wear too much eye makeup. My sister wears too much. People think she's a whore. <laughs> Fucking cracks me up. It's such a good scene. Such a good scene and such a good movie. He was just a cameo in this, guys. Yep. Ferris Bueller is the film. Jennifer Grey was the actress. And the actor in this scene, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Cannot stand him in Two Men and oh, a Baby or whatever mate. the fucking show is. Yeah, two, two and a half men. Two and a half men. Fucking is that what it's hell. called? Yeah. Yeah. Which Fuck. only fizzled out because he did that fucking interview like and everyone realised what he had become, which was just like this sort of like cult figure, like complete drug addict. Mm. Oh, mm. allegedly, allegedly, you know, but <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, no, he, he's very um, – okay, so he's Emilio's brother? Emilio's brother and uh, uh, M- Martin Sheen's son. Son. I really think he's trying to break away from both of them. I think he's just a drug addict, babe. Mm. It's like so fucking full on, mm. yeah? Like really, really fucked his life up on drugs. Yeah. But like he had this harem of women which were all like penthouse pets and stuff and he had like kids with them all and stuff. And Oh, um, no. How many kids does he have? He now though, unf- uh, you know, terribly he's living with HIV. What? Yes. What, from fucking too many women? Yes. He's caught it along the way. Wow. Now, yeah. okay, to get HIV... Nowadays, yeah, that's fucking hard. He must have slept with a lot of people. Yeah, do you know though? HIV always used to be like a gay disease because men were so prom- promiscuous and passing it on to each other. Now gays take prep. They don't get you don't get AIDS anymore because gays take this 
drug called PrEP, which stops them. Yeah, and they also get checked out. Straight, yeah, and they get checked out. Straight we people don't, don't take fuck. PrEP. Exactly. Straight people don't take PrEP. No. Straight people are now more at risk of, of HIV than gays for the first yeah, time yeah. since we've known about the disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, My friend in London, on. Jay, um, he's always getting himself tested. Yeah. They're lucky. really careful with three, it. Every three months you've got to get it done. That's right. Really careful. If you're not in a relationship, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're straight, just yeah. think it's COVID, not Well, they real. don't think it's for them. They no. They don't think it's going to no, no, affect no. them. Yeah. But there you go. Um, yeah, Charlie Sheen, mate. He was so fucking cool. He's just obnoxious. Um, I don't know what is real and what's just the drug psychosis, you know. Like I don't know what's actually him and what he, – he was – in the 80s he was really big because, that they you know, him and Emilio, they were both like, you know, Martin Sheen's – Martin Sheen's famous Amazing from fucking family. Apocalypse Now and yeah. everything, you know. And um, – We talked about the Breakfast Club and Emilio was Emilio in that Emilio was in day. that. Yep, that's right. Uh, bloody uh, – Charlie Sheen was in Platoon. He yep. was in – he was in uh, Wall Street. He would later be in things like uh, Big League. Fucking what's the other one? I always think of Hot Shots, the the fucking comedy. Mm. Um, he was he was fucking huge, yeah. Um, for him to do with uh, like a a cameo in this was quite a coup. It was quite big and really memorable scene. But so funny because he's playing a stoner in it. Yeah. And um, oh fuck! Like it just says too much money. There's some. There's something. Screams. There's something with. And I wanted to add Johnny Depp to this list, but I just couldn't do it, just because I, I felt I feel sorry for Johnny and what's happened with him with the court case. I mean, in, in a in a way, you know, Charlie Sheen and Johnny Depp hang out with each other all the time. You know, but really, yeah, they're all. Oh. It, it, it's sort of. I don't know. Cute and funny and dangerous when you're young, but when you're a fucking drug addict in your 40s and 50s and I don't know how their bodies can take it. Who fucking knows? How does it happen? Cuz they're able to afford good doctors or something, I don't know. I don't want to put my body through that shit. Alcoholic drug addicts. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, right. And and like you look at Charlie Sheen these days and, and especially that interview where he, he was saying like he's got tiger blood and he's like a, you know, fucking all of that shit. Remember that? No. Like a tiger blood. Remember he's like talking oh. like this and like just sounds like he's had fucking <laughs> a week's worth of big nights. Pills, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah talking yeah. shit. Because he was married to that Samantha chick. Yeah. Some like, actress. Fucking sitting in revolver and fucking listen to some cover. Yeah, on a, yeah. You know, fucking eleven a.m. on a shame. Sunday morning. Anyway, what a shame. Um, we've got a little uh, track from one of his films. I wanted to play the dialogue, but I love this song, so we just um, yeah. Long intro. Song. Long intro. Bear in, bear with us. Uh, but it is and a great think track of Wall Street. Thank you. 
Good old talking heads. Good band. Yeah, really clean production. Every song. I of never theirs. appreciated them much in the eighties, but as I get older, I they're go, very yeah, kooky. Yeah, but yeah, now were. you're like, oh, there's something very genius. But about. I do like. I love that shit. Deal with the other band they had, the two, the bass player and a husband. Ah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. But this is very different again. But that was after the Talking Heads. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, yeah, this was in Wall Street. Might have been a bit mature for me maybe, the sound. A bit kooky mature. Just a bit niche, just a bit sort of, yeah, just a bit sort of. They weren't weren't trying to be pop. No. They were just fucking releasing weird music, you know. (laughs) Yeah. We're on the roads and nowhere. That's pretty poppy, though. That is that is poppy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like if I had have heard Be- Lena beautiful, Lovich, beautiful it instrumentation. Been a yeah, that's right. Very good musicians. Fucking like the really instruments that are in that song, like but like all of yeah. their songs. Really, we really need to look at doing Talking Heads. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Because they were. Let's do it. Fucking incredible. Yeah. And there's a whole cult following. Yeah, gotcha. They're like the cure almost. Yeah. Cu- you know? Yeah. Not like the sound wise, they've got followers like the yeah. cure, you know. The cure will never die. Like the cure but not goths, you know, like the cure but sort of yeah. Well, they've just got a following of really faithful people that are newbies as well. Yeah. Not just old fans. And you'd say like the cure belongs to the night but Talking Heads belongs to the day or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. What so, else do you say about him though? Who? Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Now he was fucking cool in this. This was from Wall Street with Michael Douglas and Daryl Hannah as well. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, like fucking awesome in this. Like he had, he just had so so much promise. Like he he was just fresh faced, strong. Yeah, but fucking this is what happens, mate. It was yeah. very very cool in the eighties. Yeah. There's a really cool scene where the, this song is played in Wall Street because it's when he first starts making it as a stockbroker and starts coming into some big money. So he goes to buy an apartment for himself and. The old um, real estate agent, this chick, is showing him through this apartment and, you know, she suggests that it, he may not be able to afford it and he's like, no, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it right now. And he buys it for nine fifty, like like a million dollars. And um, in the 80s, like that, you know, Huge. fucking crazy. It would be like fucking, Five million. you know, 20 million now. Mm. But um, <clears throat> in the next scene, when, when this plays – He's decorating it and getting it all decorated with really 80s fucking arty stuff on the walls. It's great. Fucking Daryl Hannah, the girlfriend's walking through like, oh, no, that goes there and that goes up there. And, you know, she's got this hat with fucking this arty. Yeah, fucking it's great. Check it out. Check it out. All right. So the next one, guys, this is from the lady who actually inspired tonight's theme. And we're going to get a bit of backlash from this, I guess, because she's got so many fucking fans. She's quite Yeah, iconic. but we're a fan. We're fans It's not too, like we're not but fans. But we can see what's happening. Yeah. Can't we? Well, I did take Can't a photo. People? I did take a photo today of someone commenting on it. Mm. Anyway, let's play the track while we wait. Fuck, all right. See if you can pick it. The Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming to Cairns, the stage show that performs all the greatest from the 80s. Saturday, October 29, Cairns Performing Arts Centre. Get your tickets before they go-go or check out rewind80sband.com. 
Michael Davidson with Turn It Up came out in 1987 from the film Who's That Girl starring Madonna. Madonna. Stock Aiken and Water Machine. Yeah. Interesting. Such an American production had a Stock Aiken and Water Machine in yeah. it, which was great. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> where do we start? Well, today. Fucking where do we start? I mate? took a photo of. British TV host slammed after comparing pop star Madonna to a boiled egg. Oh! It happened. Oh, my God. And we were just talking about it last night. What, that, that was now Lorraine. she looks like a boiled egg? Yeah, Lorraine. Fuck. Look, this is the thing. It's tiring, isn't it? I don't – and if you're a Madonna fan – it's an it's infuriating. It's like she's letting us down. I know that sounds fucking conceited, but it's like we have followed you for fucking decades. Stop embarrassing, you know, stop embarrassing us for fuck's sake. And this is the thing. Kids of this generation d- think she's a joke. Yeah. That's fucking Madonna. Yeah. That is fucking Madonna. And, yeah. like, look at her now. Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, yeah. man. I was hoping during the Ray of Light stage that she would just grow up to be a really old hippie. Yeah, that would have been that would perfect. Have been, because that's what I want to do. But even sort of like she went through this, she went through quite a mumsy stage. When Lourdes was born. After Lourdes was born. Yeah. Like beyond the hippie stage, like Rocco was born and all kinds of things, and she was wearing floral dresses and stuff. Remember she, remember she um, moved to the UK and started releasing kids books and stuff. And yeah, 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 yeah. Love yeah, profusion yeah. and like all of that yep. sort of period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she was wearing floral dresses out and everything, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, she's become a mum now. Now she it's was like, just regurgitating the live to tell dress. Fuck. Now it's just like fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Because she sort of, um, you know, she she went really retro with um, what was the disco album with fucking Hung Up on it? Oh, see, I love that album. Is that that Confessions? I heard of that in the Is that Confessions on the Dance Floor? Confessions on the Dance Floor was a great album. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. Because Amazing that's her album. doubling back on her origins. That's and right. And so you're like, oh, great. Abba, she's, the whole thing. She's realised she's a legacy act and she's going to fucking consolidate yeah, that. Yeah, Then after that she just – it just started getting worse. And, yeah. And worse – I mean experimental, still good though – and then it got to sort of Rebel Heart where she's doing sort of trap music and stuff like that, wearing grills and you're yeah, like, no. well, you're still looking great so I'll, I'll sort yeah, of go along with yeah. it. And then, <laughs> then like, you know, her releasing this last album, um, what was it fucking called? Madame X. And it's like, 
what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's actually getting worse from there as well. Yeah, and the, like the the um the the Instagram the Instagram is just like fucking Looney Tunes. No wonder, no wonder, like Rocco doesn't want to hang out with her anymore. Actually, there was that beautiful photo of her and Rocco that I sent to you the other night. Mm. Um, but I think there's a real. Oh, she came out gay. What? Well, this is the last thing that's in the in the what, fucking. She now media. likes women. This is the last thing that's in the media than the last couple of days is she released something on. Um, TikTok or Twitter or something like that where she's like these – she's got these and, – and she's overdoing it with the sex talk. Yeah. I know she always did it in the day but not yeah. to this extent and not yeah. at this age. She she um yep. she's got these pink knickers. She goes, if these land in the bin – wastebasket. If these land in the wastebasket then, um, then I'm straight and throws it and misses on purpose. So the boyfriend's dumped her, do you reckon? Well, she's been – she did some remix of Hung Up with this artist called Tamishka or something who's like not, notoriously bisexual. The thing is though – She's just going with the flavours of the, the month. The thing is though, Madonna was saying she was bisexual fucking when she was going out with Sarah Bernhardt and yeah. – Remember all of that? In bed with Madonna. And Ingrid Caceres yeah, and all was. of them. She was. She went out with – Maybe Ingrid. she thinks we don't remember that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But she's now saying she's gay. Like this is the last. I don't know if it's to whip up more attention but it's just ridiculous. Who cares what she is She doesn't need to do it now. You've done enough for the world. Now you're going backwards. she's a living legacy. It's like having Elvis alive. Yeah. Don't fucking destroy. Well, maybe that's the fucking thing. God. Maybe the earlier they die, the more they're fucking not as crazy. Oh, my. I, I had a Madonna fan, a huge Madonna fan, say she just she needs to die. Yeah, it's, right. You know, it's, it's, it's fucking full on. The thing is I think she's she was quite spiritual at one stage and she obviously she's had a really full-on upbringing with mum dying of breast mm. cancer and – but wouldn't you remember that and go, well, shouldn't I be looking after my health and not worrying about being youthful and celebrating the fact that I'm fucking living past 70? It just seems so superficial. When mum didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's, she is incredibly smart. Incredibly smart. And and she may not have been smart at the beginning of career. Yeah, but you've got career. to remember. She's learnt a lot. She followed a lot of the trends that were happening. And maybe it's just happening now again. Like Vogue wasn't hers. No, no. Malcolm McLaren. Yeah, no, no, no. So all that stuff that well, she it's claimed. it's not working now. She's doing it back again. It's not working now. No. You know what I mean? It's not good. It's not fucking nuts, mate. I think there's. Yeah, but they do. Look, Sammy, this is the whole point of this episode. They go loony. Yeah, they go loony like later in the life and it's like when they were young. It's like so fucking awesome. The, the, look, it just it's something awful happens when you get old There's and, and, and you were so fucking hot when you yeah, were young. Yeah, that's right. There's like a desperation. Yeah, like, to oh get back God. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to feel I think one you more should. Time, well, that's or, the thing. I don't know. Do you embrace the fact that you were hot 
and young and and fucking successful. Yeah. Just sit it out, mate. Become a producer. Do something in the background. Yeah. Or just just like the the face work. Yeah. Is freaking me out. I never thought it would happen to her. I never thought either. I never either. thought it would happen no, to her. No, you're right. I thought she was really switched on. And you, you really could be making, you know, unbearable with age, you really could be making all these comments about Prince and Michael Jackson as well. I mean. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, Prince was always weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Prince was always weird. So there was no sort of becoming unbearable, you know. They wanted to be young. We won't talk about Prince and Michael Jackson because they've passed. Yeah. It's like fucking hell, Madonna. Like, yeah. Where's it going to go from this? Like, what? What's People are happen? saying she looks like Marilyn Manson. She's fucking crazy, mate. Yeah. The thing is, though, she's only tiny. Tiny. And her head's bigger than her arms now. From injecting the face, the head's getting, big, getting huge. Yeah, I'm not liking that at all. No, nah, mate. It's 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 a, it's a quite sad. Yeah. It's quite sad because. We're not going to hear the same music. We're not going to like, hear. Because you're like, okay, is this the same sort of mental illness setting in? And I say that with love. Is this the, the same kind of mental illness th- that happened to Michael Jackson where it's like, oh, my God, the, just the, the fame and living in his own bubble has yeah, actually made right. him a bit mentally right. ill yeah, and he's yeah, lost yeah. perspective. And is look there at his, someone behind look this? Look at his face. What like, if there's a fucking doctor behind this shit? Yeah. Is we this, don't is know. Is it like is this happening to Madonna? And, and like the irony of that, it's like Madonna was coming out when Michael Jackson died, um, uh, you know, saying, oh, my God, we all forgot about him. We all fucking... You know, let him just sort of. Is, yeah. is this what's happening to her? Yeah, that's Fucking right. Hell. Is someone going to save her? It's full I on. I know, and it's it's look. Oh, I don't even know what to think because yeah. she obviously thinks it's normal. She thinks it's awesome. This is and awesome. Look, the, the, the part of me, part of me loves that a a, a, a woman of that or any woman. But a woman of that age is can just like fucking enjoy herself and not yeah, care what Cindy anybody thinks. Yeah, but Cindy does it naturally. Yeah. Cindy, there's no trying with Cindy yeah. Lauper. Now this is the bizarre thing because who was more fabricated yeah. in the 80s? Yeah, Probably yeah. Cindy. Yeah. When they're like Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Right? Not that I'm taking that away from yeah. I love her. Yeah. Madonna was more. Grounded. Yeah. Cindy was more like the pixie on heat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Now yeah. times have changed. So maybe, I don't even know the psychology behind it, but Cindy Lauper looks in fucking credible. Oh, yeah. And isn't she older? She is. Yeah, she is. Okay. So someone around Madonna isn't nurturing her enough. And this is the problem. When you've got a lot of money, you get a lot of dickheads around you. I, I just don't think she's got anybody her age. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? She's surrounded by like her her her, um, her kids who still live with her are, are all in their teens. She's got all their friends around. You know, like she's collaborating with people that are like sort of 30, you know, 30 years younger than her at least. It's I like I couldn't think of anything more boring. Could you hang out with people 30 years younger than you? 
I could not think of anything. I'd rather fucking die and constantly be conscious of every time you open your mouth that, like, you're not, you know, you're not relating and any of your references are sort of. I love being about people my age. Yeah, yeah. Not interested in younger people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in today's world where they can't even fucking use an atlas. Yeah, yeah. Without a fucking, you know, Google stick up their ass. So anyway, look, I hope you can understand whether this is coming from Madonna fans. I'm actually concerned about it. Yeah, me too. Because I think. It's it's not it's like she doesn't come need on. to do this. This is not the coolest chick in the world. Yeah. It, this is what we're talking and about. And I I'm sorry. Plastic surgery, facelifts make you look older, motherfuckers. Yeah. I yeah. don't care what you There was a photo taken of me at a pseudo gig and my skin looks fucking flawless. Yeah. Right? And I couldn't believe it myself. But you look, the only reason that is is because I haven't fucked with it. Yeah. Once you start, I went for one facial, just a facial, right? Not even a fucking yeah. skin graft or whatever they do. <laughs> um, yeah, facial. And I noticed after this facial that was pulling the skin that uh, my skin had right. moved. Yeah. And I went, no more. Yeah. Not doing that. Yeah. And then, because every seven years your skin changes yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So, how's it going to change if you've already filled it with shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very not good natural. Point. Nah. Yeah. So I think I don't know. Yeah, look, Do you really need to be that extreme at fucking sixty? I, I wish. It's not even about what you're wearing anymore. If I believed that she um, didn't really care what people thought and she was just like, Woo, you know, like fucking in, enjoying enjoying the latter, you know, the the latter part of her life. I'd be like, that's fucking fantastic. Fucking but Kate I Bush is doing that exact thing. But I don't believe that about Madonna. No. I, I think she's very conscious of what people think. She's very sensitive. Very. She gets really upset from fucking all the trolling and, you know. Exactly. Now we've got Kate Bush, biggest artist of the year. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Sits at home and fucking plants fucking veggies. Fucking writes plays. And she's not skinny anymore. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's how you want to age. Yes. Because it doesn't matter not, at the not end of the day a fuck. if the music is good. Yeah. Because that running up that hill is fucking run up to the fucking bank. Yeah. And paid her another fucking five million Mate. bucks. Right. I think she's got it confused in her head that beauty is the way to go. Beauty is, I say this with fucking, is within. If you're cool, man, you can look like shit. But if you're cool, Mate, look at the fucking Rolling Stones. Look exactly. at the fucking Rolling Stones. They look like fucking an old fucking couch. Each each of them. They do. An old couch that's so had good. all the stuffing that's pulled right. out of it. So where do they miss that? And they're as cool gene. as shit. That's right. You know. That's anyway, right. Fucking. Uh, let's, let's, but anyway, we do let's love Madge. We love Madonna. I'm, but I'm concerned just about it. Fucking hell. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so next one, guys. Next one. Next one. See if you can pick the artist that we're talking about from this lovely little film soundtrack song.
of an instrumental. Love now, it. If you know, you know. You would have picked it straight away. If you don't if you know, know, you know. Oh, that is. Oh, did you just see it? Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. Hey, Mika's had his hair cut. It looks short in that photo. Yeah, doesn't it's it? beautiful. I just sent really Sammy a photo of um, uh, Mika's <laughs> Mika's asleep in bed with our baby Leo in his arms, and this is how I find them every fucking night. And um, oh, it's just so fucking cute. I could, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So gorgeous. He's such an amazing baby. Everybody's, yeah. Everybody's going to be sick of it. You know, yeah, I love it. I love it. This song, um, Love on a Real Train by Tangerine Dream. Um, I did want to touch on Tangerine Dream when we were doing the instrumentals, but I couldn't sort of. Remember. So, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. It's hard with instrumentals, but yeah. this one was huge. This one was all through the movie, Risky Business. And we're talking, of course, about Tom Cruise. Yes. Tom Cruise. Tommy Cruise. As soon as I think Tommy, I think of him jumping up and down on fucking Oprah's And this is couch. the thing. This yeah. is the thing. Tom Cruise in the 80s was like the coolest fucking thing ever. Like he was huge. He was huge. The moment your private life becomes bigger than your art, you're fucked. You yeah. fucked it. That's you know, right. And that's what happened with him. Like all the fucking jumping up on Oprah's couch and everything and like all the laughing in the interviews and just oh, just weird. Like so much about Scientology and yeah. oh, this and that and fuck. It's just like shut up. You don't want to know about it. You don't want to know about it. Tom, Tom has created a public persona that anybody within the industry knows is just that, just a persona and it's like – we don't want to hear about your, you know, the construct of what you want us to think your life is. Just make good, good films. I, I, I think that he he did get to a stage where he realised this was happening um, because he was just like the hugest star in Hollywood for fucking three decades and then it started waning off, uh, you know, when all, all these this scandals started coming out. You'd have to fuck. You'd have to see it at the box office, you know. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't watch his films for a while. Yeah. He hasn't made a bad film, and yeah. I couldn't watch his bad film. Well, I, Top I Gun. Watch his, his new Top Gun. This is, is the, this the thing. Okay, so how do you explain that then? Was it a good movie or was it Scientology? No, no. I just think he has stepped back from the publicity side about it. You wouldn't know what he's doing at the moment. Yeah, that's right. Whereas, like, fucking. I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, it was like all of that shit fucking, you know, who he's in love with and like, oh, well, shit. Well, it was up. when Nicole Kidman and him got together in that car movie. Oh, yeah. That's so when that was, they went, oh, this yeah. sort of means something. Yeah, well, that was the 90s and stuff and they, yeah. they were sort of, um, um, you know, really trying to uh, cement themselves as huge. Yeah. That whole thing was a, a fucking big um, yeah. business deal. You know? I've heard he bangs men. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly one of the biggest allegedly. litigators in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, um, which is fine, but fucking come out and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you would have if it was today. I don't know. But yeah, you, you couldn't, you couldn't then. You couldn't in the 80s. But, but, um, yeah, yeah, you don't. The thing is, he's sort of slightly made a comeback. Mm. You don't know a thing about him now. 
you know, yeah. this is why. But it was just that period where he was going out with Katie Holmes. Yeah, That yeah. was unbearable. Now, for me, when I look at that, I think was he trying to cover up the embarrassment of going out with Katie Holmes because she was in the OC, which was a pretty fucking no, shit show. No, she in Dawson's Creek. Oh, whatever, the yeah. Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Same shit, different yeah. day. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You know, like you have to have balls. Like when Hutchie went out with Kylie and she was on Neighbours or whatever. Yeah. He fucking held that and he went, fuck you all. Yeah. This chick's amazing. There's I some, didn't get that from him. There's some statistic with Tom Cruise that he divorced all her, of his four wives. Four? Is he had or four? Three. Jeez. Who would they be? Nicole Kidman, Mimi Rogers before that. And really? then Katie Holmes. All three divorces were the same amount of t- time that they were married and the women were the same age. Every time oh, and yeah. every – really weird. You're trying and to it, say that about bloody Leo at the moment Yeah, well. that's right. When yeah. they reach 26, he doesn't want to yeah. know them. Good. Yeah. Fucking good on <laughs> yeah, him. Good on him, mate. What's fucking wrong with that? Stick it in. Fucking Jesus Christ. Good on you. Let Jealous. the prick go out with who he fucking wants. I know. Fucking hell. Like our boyfriends aren't fucking 10 years younger than us. Yeah. We fucking know where shit's at. It's what you do if you're a singer. It's exactly. <laughs> Go out with someone hot decades piece of younger ass than you. That wears a tracksuit during the week. <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, awesome. There you go. Tom Cruise, good on you. It's good to have Tom Cruise sort of back, you know. Anyway. Yeah, look, he had to. I mean, look, I... Thought he was great in Top Gun. We're going to round it up very quickly now. We've got another sort of. Oh, yeah. Another female one. See if you can pick it from this theme song, guys. Yeah. This one's sort of, yeah. You would have got it straight away if we had to play the Melrose Place yes. theme song, only That's it's 90s. That's a fucking good show. Yeah, it was a fucking good show. Good spin-off from yes. 90210. Yep. Uh, this one from TJ Hooker starring William Shatner. I will never forget fucking TJ Hooker with William Shatner because he's like fucking unfit and he has to run everywhere. He's like borderline fat. Oh, like really? Like this copper running around after people. Wow. Sort of borderline fat. Wow. And uh, uh, the, the the sort of fe- female co-star, Heather Locklear. Mm. She was sort of, I think, simultaneously doing Dynasty. Was Dynasty that she did? Yeah, no. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Dynasty. Um yeah, they sort of um, overlapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think TJ Hooker was first. Well, Dynasty is what sort of carried her into um, Melrose because she worked for Aaron Spelling and then. And I think that was her second 
sort of chance back Melrose. I don't yeah. think anyone was taking a risk with her. No, well, she was sort of she's trying her hand at films, but it just wasn't happening. No. And then, and then she, sort of she did Melrose. She she became such a big sort of uh, uh, cult figure. Um, she she was huge. She was bigger than that show, you know. Like yeah, she brought in sort of power suits and fucking. It was nuts. Yeah, was mini huge. skirts and shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And wasn't she Heather Locklear? Heather Locklear. Didn't she have some mug shots hanging around? Right. So this is what happened to her, mate. She's had meltdown after meltdown. Yeah. She's a she's a, a, a she's addicted to drugs. Oh, really? You look at Heather Locklear and you would not think butter would melt in her mouth. That's Even right. in her wedding photos with Tommy Lee and Richie Sambora. And, and um, uh, you know, everybody was so surprised when like these reports were coming out. She she OD'd and, and you know, this is not me telling stories out of yeah, school. No, it's no, all no, in yeah. the papers. She OD'd a couple of times at her mansion <laughs> And um, emergency services came around. She came too, started beating the shit out of them mm. and and uh, then got sued and it was like fucking nuts, you know. Yeah. Like out of, out of control to the extent that Richie Sam- Sambora, her ex, yep. who they share a child with, has said that he will pay for her um, therapy. He just wants to see her, um, see the best person. He doesn't care. He's just worried about her. Yeah. You would never think that all of this would happen to Heather Locklear. She was fucking huge. Yeah, like really, really sad. And what's not just huge, she looks like an angel. You know, like you just would not think that she was um, a a drug addict. But fucking um, Howard Stern came out and said – you know, being married to Tommy Lee and Richie Sambora, they they made her crazy. And Tommy came out on Twitter just like I don't think that was the, the correct way though. Yeah. I think she was always into the drugs way before Tommy well, came yeah. along. Yeah, but the thing is, as I say, she looks like an angel. You'd never think. No. You'd never think. Yeah. Big, you know, fucking giving it a nudge. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They do it at, at a young age because she was sort of a little bit of a child star. Yeah, right. She would have been in younger. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was little, young. Yeah, and that's where the problems start because yeah. they're introduced to things that keep them awake and blah, yeah, blah, blah. keep them perky. And then they've got all this money, and where do you put your money? Yeah, too young to buy a house, so you buy a fucking liner speed, whatever. Just piss um, it all up. That's right, but. She was caught drink driving many times and yeah, drink mug driving, shots and shit. fucking abusing the police, like gone mental. And such a beautiful looking woman. Yeah, yeah. With children yeah, on top of it. Can you imagine? This is the shit that makes it to the media. Yeah. Can you imagine the day to day fucking shit that the kids are going to put up with? Yeah. Like I've I've been friends in my lifetime with um, celebrities who have. Who have you would call it an addiction? Yeah. Even though, like, when you're when you're socially within that, oh, it's like, oh, haha, funny. Like these guys party hard and shit. 
they're, they're addicted to drugs, you know. Yeah, that's right. And they're sort of like high-functioning drug addicts pretty much. Yeah. Um, you think of the shit that their kids are going to put up with. Yeah, that's like, exactly fucking right. fucking hell. That's exactly right. Terrible. Yep. Anyway. Last um, but not least, we've got one left. Oh, we do. And it, it's an Aussie one. Kind of an Aussie <laughs> one. <laughs> Kind of an Aussie one. This is what oh, we do here in Australia. This guy's a we fucking freak. Anyway, here we go. Yeah. When you lose your love And it makes your life turn cold When it tears you apart There we go. You would know this song from Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. John Parr, fucking try hard. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Who was that dude? Got a bit scared that when I saw the video. Honeymoon Sweet or whatever. Honeymoon Sweet is the name of the band. Oh, song is Lethal Weapon. It's no band in the video. Sort of. Um, no. Sort of. Um, what was I going to say? The intro to that song is the best bit. And right. they play that all throughout the film. Oh, wow. Lucky yeah, them. They, they play that sort of yeah. on, a, on a loop all throughout the film. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. We're talking about. Mel Gibson, guys. Mm. He was born in the US but he grew up here. Yeah. He grew up in Australia, went to drama school here, had his initial sort of career here and sort of went on to become like fucking huge. Yep. The guy is worth roughly $430 million. Fuck me. $430 million. He, um, when when he sort of had his big fall from grace, which we'll go into in, uh, into in a moment, mm. he just sort of retired for 10 years and took himself away to his island that he bought in right. Fiji. Like wow. the, he bought an island in Fiji. Like this is how fucking rich this guy is. He's a uh, he's a multiple Academy Award winner, AFI winner, Actor Award winner, like huge star. In the eighties, was so fucking hot, yeah, so fucking hot. One of the biggest men in Hollywood. Yep, working with like, as an Aussie the biggest kind of names. thing too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He was sort of um, he was famous for having quite young. Um, he established his own production company, Icon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Great, really solid sort of production company, and used to bankroll a lot of his own films. Is why he's so rich. Yeah, you know. By the time he he did things like Passion of the Christ, yeah, and um, Braveheart, Braveheart, and all of that, he he bankrolled bankrolled all of those films. Yeah, and fucking made made all that money back. Yeah, like just fucking crazy. The whole time, the poor the the poor guy. Is a raging alcoholic. 
oh, raging, damn. raging alcoholic. Mm. And um, I forget what film he he was on with Dick Donner, uh, Richard Donner, who um, who famously uh, directed uh, Superman and like you know legendary. I can't remember the film that they fucking worked on together though. I wish I could. Dick Donner like actually sort of spilled it to the press that um, Mel Gibson would drink five pints of beer around breakfast. Shit. Fucking hell. That's the worst. And to keep himself sort of on the straight and narrow, cocaine, you know, to sort sort of level it out. Oh, mate, you've got to go back and look at some of his interviews, Mel Gibson's interviews. It's so, so obvious. Yeah, right. But we didn't know what it looked like, you, you know. Who's the guy that comes out on the talk show and does the front flip and fucking dances Nicholas around? Cage. Nicholas Cage. I wanted to put him in That's here as great. well. But it's like fucking... We're doing unbearable with age. He was un- unbearable back yeah. back then. <laughs> Without age. You know, age. like fucking, cr- <laughs> yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, crazy man. Nuts, mate. Fucking hilarious. Oh. What was that all about? Was that drugs or just drugs. high on life? Fuck. High on drugs. That makes you do backflips and shit. Fucking Front cr- flips. And flicking and- money out to the crowd. Yeah, and right. Chucking it out there. What, what a, a nut job. He fucking. A fucking nut job. Anyway, yeah, Mel. Paul, I really, I don't know. I really felt for Mel. Like people are the product of their own choices. He's a grown man. Yeah, he, and he had a go at the Jews. This is the thing. He, it's it's believed that the the drug and alcohol addiction actually caused. He's been diagnosed as being bipolar, um, and. Retrospectively, he's sort of diagnosed himself with uh, being extremely depressive at like mm. periods where he's been like really, really famous and su- uh, successful. They say that like what he was trying to do when the, the cops pulled him up is rile them up to the stage that they shoot him. Oh. Yeah, that was one theory. That was one theory. But like uh, look, he's, he's a fundamentalist Catholic as well. Yep. Uh, he's got a lot of very conservative views. Under the influence like that, he's come out and made very homophobic statements, yep. anti-Semitic statements. Yes. Um, you know, his, his uh, girlfriend Oksana, remember? Oksana. After he, split, after he split up from his long-term wife who he's had like 100 kids with, yep. he went out with Oksana, the, the, the Russian singer, and... Um, uh, she accused him of beating the shit out of her and released the fucking message bank um, message of him abusing the shit out of her and saying that uh, using the N-word and, oh, like fucking terrible. Wow. It was just like every, okay, you think of Hollywood, you think of Hollywood, you know, you think of three Things that you could say that would just end your career. Yeah. And that would be something against the Jews, something against the gays. Yeah, that's right. Something racist. Yeah. He did, did it, it all. He did it all within the space of a couple of years. Yeah. And like ruined his career. He was blacklisted and didn't act for 10 years. He's making it back now. And Robert Downey Jr. was like one of the one of the ones that was sort of like 
on the bandwagon. In the last sort of five, six years, um, he's been sort of accepted back and more as a sort of producer, director, which he did anyway, but like, yeah, not so much the fucking like acting powerhouse that he was in the 80s. Yeah. Fucking, what a fall from grace. Yeah. Just fucking hell. It's just, I don't know. Very sad, very sad. Compelling, very sad. Yeah. Full on. No, they're definitely, there's something that happens at a certain age. They're fucking mental. Where they just still need attention or they want to explain themselves. It just does not make sense. I don't know. But anybody, look, anybody young, any of the people we've met tonight, they're not who they are. They haven't always been who they are now. Go back in the 80s and, you know, Mel Gibson, like, go back and look at him and, like, Lethal, Lethal weapon. weapon and fucking Gallipoli and yeah. was it Tim, that Australian movie that he yeah, did? Yeah, maybe. He's playing the guy who's sort of um, a bit mentally challenged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful performance. Was he a NIDA kid? He was a NIDA kid. Yeah. Um, he did. Uh, he played Hamlet as well. Yeah, like fucking nuts. Like very, uh, talented. Maybe they amazing just do guys. all they want to do and lose their plot. I don't know. Yeah, but you're still trying to sell films to people, and if yeah. they think you're a, a giant cock, then they're not going to want to watch them. Totally. Yeah. You know, if you were doing sort of nineties and later, you would have put Russell Crowe in there as well. Fucking hell. Yeah. Mm. I've never, I, I don't know why Russell sings 100 oh, foot grunt or whatever it is. Fucking 30 That's foot the grunt. worst fucking voice I've ever heard. Who allows that to happen? This is where it all starts. Terrible. Someone pisses in their pocket. You're really good, man. No, Ooh. you're not. Danielle it, was good, the girlfriend or the wife that had the babies with him. Danielle Spencer. was good. Danielle and, Spencer. And um But still a bit nuts. Oh yeah. But still good. Yeah. Better than 40 yards of grunt. She was like sort of you know, jewel on a very low budget. That's right, yeah. Jewel you know. on wish. Yes. <laughs> I ordered jewel and bloody God, Danielle Spencer. Danielle Spencer turns up. Anyway, Tori uh, Amos fucking to wrote a message to me. <laughs> That's not enough either. Ah, oh, it Tori hell. Amos was the start of all those chicks trying to impersonate her. Yeah. But Tori Amos was just Kate Bush. Exactly right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So but Tori Amos was the new generation of Kate Bush. Yeah. And she knows that. Yeah. But she's still Tori Amos, still yeah. different. Mm. And then all these other little hippie kind of white things. Weirdos. You know. Fly my kite and burn my bum, you know, whatever. And it started off this new area. They used yeah. to go on GMA all the time, Good Morning Australia, when I used to be oh, on there. Yeah. And I'd be like, ugh. What, like Kate Miller-Hardke, that kind of thing? I don't mind her. Now, she's yeah. talented because that's authentic. Yeah. Because she can fucking operatic, sing. Like, fucking she amazing. can fucking sing. Yeah. She's authentic. You know where it's coming from. Yeah. But. She also didn't marry a movie star. Yeah. She married a dude. They're fucking happily married. They've got kids. The kids are their world. Different specimen. Yeah. When you're a singer and you've got to marry a fucking fat movie star to get fucking somewhere, yeah. that's where shit goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. In both ways, you know what I mean? Drugs, mate. Drugs and alcohol. You go mental. 
Russell's really mellowed out now. Um, but they ruin that sort of period where they're really hot, like, like you know. Yeah. They've got to do shit like just withdraw and and fucking just let the bad, bad public – because the fucking media turns against them Well, completely. maybe it's like, you know, when you watch Facebook and you see all your mates bragging about their lives and you go, fuck, I better brag about mine or otherwise I'm going to feel inferior. Maybe it's the same thing as that but in real life. Yeah. Where they hear about blah, 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 Joe Pesci's going to do this great movie and then everyone goes, oh, my God, I've got to keep up with Joe Pesci because he's been doing it for a million years. But Joe Pesci ain't crazy. Mm. He acts crazy. Yeah. But quite normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a really psychologically a really – because Madonna doesn't need to do any more in her lifetime. She should just sit it out now and let Lourdes take the baton. Lourdes is a fucking incredible dancer. You know, if she wants to tour, do a different version like ACDC have done. Do a different version of Confessions on the Dance Floor for the next fucking... I don't think she wants to tour though because she'd be touring. It's the only way she makes money, It's not like she goes, well, fucking I'm not going to tour. I've got no money. She's got all the money to tour. She wants to be on Instagram. Yeah. This is the thing. It's taking away she, the she creativity. She still wants to break records. This is the thing. She well, still wants to be the record holder, you know. Well, it's not going to happen for the most of her life yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, You know what I mean? And, yeah. And the, the, the more you try and break those records yeah. and your face at the same time with plastic surgery, yeah. the more the records you've broken – it become them. irrelevant. It undercuts them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking nuts. You know what I mean? Anyway. Sometimes that is the reason why I'm happy I didn't get to whatever status because maybe I would have been a monkey like that. But yeah, like the, you, you also you've got to experience the fall from that as well. You know what I mean? Well, that's yeah. the that's the fucking that's the scary thing. thing. That's the thing. Can you deal with they it? Don't all it it doesn't all. And Madonna end, just end hasn't well. fallen. She's fucking lived there. She's lived on the top of the hill for most of her life. Yeah, yeah. But I get scared that kids don't change your opinion of that shit either. Yes, I know. When you have kids, aren't you meant to think nothing else matters but them? Yeah. And it doesn't matter what people think of me anymore because it's about my children. Yeah, 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 yeah. In saying that, there's a point there where mum wasn't around. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Of so course. maybe that's where it's missing. Yeah. A link. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, full on. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, we better wrap it we up. We better wrap it up. Fucking, there you go, unbearable with age. I want to say a big congratulations to my friend Freya, who just got married. I married Ooh. her. I was the celebrant at the wedding Lovely. in Sydney. It was beautiful. Looked great. And um and congratulations to Bruno and best. How wishes long to were they Freya. dating for? A few years. Great. Yeah, a few years. Where do years. they live? Five Sydney? years or something. Yeah, they live in um Chifley in Sydney near the airport. Oh nice. Um yeah, beautiful couple. Very, very alternative, very out there. Yep. And um, you know, into energy, quite happy ish. Yeah, nice. Sort of really cute, really beautiful, wanna make the world better and just lovely people and but still real 
you know, fucking caustic sense of humour and fucking, yeah, yeah great. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was a beautiful wedding. We had a really good time <laughs> up there in Sydney. And Did Mika go with you? He went as well. Like he sort of met all my old friends. Where from did fucking, the bubs go? Uh, he he stayed at his yeah yas for the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah, was yeah, the yas. first, yeah, this was the first. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, weekend. Time away, yeah. And they fucking loved it. Of course so. Yeah. This is the thing. The mother-in-laws and the mothers have done it all before. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, so they it's like loved it. fucking not new to them. He was just a little sweetheart all weekend and they, they loved it. <laughs> of course. It brilliant, yeah. Of course. Anyway. All right. Well, yeah. thank you guys all around the world. Thank you. Great episode. Uh, please, if you love the show, like, share, rate and review. Get on board. Get your friends on board. Become a subscriber on over ten different platforms. Mm. Best thing you can do is become a patron. You get all the extra episodes, guys. And we charted in Canada this week oh! with The Breakfast Club. I love Canada. I don't Canada. think we've ever charted in Canada. No, that's big, no, mate. No, that is big. Fucking that yeah. That is big. They love The Breakfast Club. G'day, Canada. G'day, Canada. G'day, mate. How you going, eh? <laughs> yeah. I love Canada but I get a feeling that when you go to Canada, they love to root over there. Oh, and a lot of people have said go. that to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they love to root. Oh, so if you go with a boyfriend, you're probably mm. going to miss him. Yeah. Probably get hooked up with someone else. Yeah, but you get root though. That's right. That's good. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. Well, we'll be there soon, Canada. Can't wait. Yeah, look, that's really good for us because we've never done. That's brilliant. Canada. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that, guys. And, yeah, big hello to all our patrons and subscribers around the world. If it's music, mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. 